So today we're going to speak about Web3 marketing and some of the exciting things that I really see coming down the pipeline for everything that's happening here with the NFT market and how this stuff all ties into one of my passions, which is marketing. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So when I say Web3 marketing, a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, that's some sort of buzzword, or maybe I'm speaking about marketing to drive traffic towards an NFT project, the next generative PFP. And no, that is not what I'm speaking about. What I'm actually speaking about is using these assets, these tokens, these wallets, and actually doing marketing through it. And as a marketer, this is the type of thing that gets me really exciting, excited. Now, when I speak about using the wallets and all the things people are spending their money on and they're buying these tokens and getting a better picture of people, it really should strike a chord with the marketers, right? So if you're giving out free things or if you are giving out emails and coupons and all those different things, that is one thing. You're going to build an audience, you're going to build an email list and so forth. And that is very important. One of the best channels for marketers, best ROI that you're ever going to get is an email list. And I know that from personal experience. And I really, really should double down on it and spend way more time building that email list because I know Dollar for dollar, that's one of the best channels. It is personal, it is inbox, so forth. But when it actually comes down to wallets, what makes this very interesting is these are people that usually spent money to buy something, right? If it is NFTs, let's say it is music. If you're a big fan of Sammy Arriaga or Timberland or any of these artists that have really made a splash within Web3, having music, Snoop Dogg, of course, uh, all these people, right? I can get a profile of you by saying, all right, I don't know who this person is. I don't know their name. I don't know where they're from, if they're in Jamaica, if they're in the US, but I do know that they rock with hip hop, right? They love this stuff over here. Some of these other things that they connect with are, let's say, uh, some old school rugrats from uh, the Nickelodeon connection. So I know this is probably someone who is the millennial vibes. They like cartoons. They like hip hop. It's painting a profile. It's painting a picture of someone without necessarily having their individual data. Something that we always speak about within Web3 is owning your data. You are not subject to the lords, if you will, the tech lords, the big tech data that's selling your information off, but you actually own your own information. You can share what you want with people and your name, your email address, all that stuff is not connected. However, if I'm doing business with you and you're spending money with me, you're getting NFTs and you're connecting and you're sharing your wallet with me and all this information, now we have a back and forth conversation that we could have. And I like to think of it of how things are customized through applications such as Amazon and YouTube, right? When you go onto Amazon, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but there are tailored ads that are specific to the type of things that you normally buy, or if it's not the type of things that you normally buy, it's the compliments to the things that are in your cart, the things that might strike your interest. So that algorithm, if you will, is serving up that information based on their stockpile of data of all the shopping that you do. YouTube, millions, and I don't even know, massive numbers, I can't even use numbers that big, of how many 
many videos are up there and a lot of those minutes and hours that you spend on there, it's feeding the algorithm, of course, as we all know, how to serve up the next video for you because why their goal is to keep you on the platform. But here in Web3, the wallet now is the email address, if you will, that account, that YouTube account. And it's not just proprietary information specific to Google, specific to Amazon. It is something that you get to port around and carry with you. So when you're logging into, let's say, OpenSea or Magic Eden or one of these other platforms, you are then sharing your activity, sharing your wallet, if you will, with them. So no, they don't know where your YouTube accounts and all this stuff is connected to and so forth, like with your email address. They have all sorts of software that you can literally search out profiles if you have that software. You just plug in people's email address and it'll pull up their social media accounts, all this other stuff, any records or histories, um, phone bills that are associated with it. It's really creepy stuff. So if you don't believe me, just try to Google your email address and you'll see a lot of times it's like an ad where it says, um, this is the information that we have found with three possible people and profile pictures and you'll shade out something. It might have the first couple characters of your last name or something of that nature. Or uh, it might have uh, a few digits of your phone number or a zip code to let you know this probably is me. And you can then purchase that information to get access to it. So that's the type of thing that happens in Web2 with all the data that we're serving up. So going back to Web3 marketing now, Rather than that system, you're logging into thing with your wallets and as a business owner, that is pretty cool because no, I don't need to have all that information be liable to data breaches and hacks and all that stuff. You are logging in. So you own that data. You're bringing in your NFT collection, if you will. When you sign that transaction or start to do interactions with my DAP or whatever it is that I'm building, my platform such as an OpenSea, Magic Eden, and then that information helps me to then serve up things to you. And I don't even think OpenSea and Magic Eden are doing this very well because when we log into OpenSea, it's just the latest drop that's coming up. However, if they were doing this right, looking what Amazon and Google and those people are doing, what they would be saying is, okay, this is a person, as I said, they have the Rugrats, they have the hip hop, so why don't I show them the latest hip hop that's coming out, the latest music that's coming out, rather than just some random, I don't know, um, naked butt cloud PFP project, you know, just some crazy thing, right? It just happens to be the thing that's coming up, but guess what? That's not what this person's interested in. What they should do is say, okay, this person is logging in. This person already collects these things, so why not serve up that? But for whatever reason, they're not taking that lesson. We know that these platforms, these centralized exchanges and so forth, these marketplaces are really Web2 companies, but they're not doing Web2 marketing. So as far as Web3 marketing, it's, well, it's basically the same thing. Marketing is marketing. I don't care if there's the internet or if we're talking about the yellow pages or a guy doing those uh, sign twirling things uh, down the road. You're trying to get attention. You're trying to interact with people. You're trying to bring them in. And it's the same process. Like the channels and things really do not change the principle of trying to connect with people. But with this now, with Web3, people have their wallet. They're logging in, bringing their own information. They're sharing that with you, their purchase habits. And there is nothing more valuable than knowing what someone spends their money on. So if I'm buying that Snoop Dogg mixtape or whatever it might be, that really means that I rock with Snoop, right? So I don't know what someone else is purchasing on Amazon. I don't know what they're purchasing on eBay or Walmart or Louis Vuitton or wherever else they might be shopping. But now if they have some NFTs and they're coming to my business and I know that they have all those things, in, I know this is a luxury high-end 
type of person. Now, I'm not talking about selling NFTs, just trying to shill off the next project to them. I know, here, we're on Shiller, right? <laughs> uh, this particular uh, episode is being recorded live on Shiller as I'm speaking about this. So it's kind of funny that I'm saying, hey, we're here on Shiller trying to shill this stuff out. But no, that's not what I'm speaking about. I am speaking about just trying to connect with the audience. So you have these platforms, OpenSea, Magic Eden, whatever, um, with Web2 infrastructure, but they're not doing that marketing, not doing that personalizing and connecting. And I think that is just a bad example. So people that are trying to build businesses within Web3, having this information, um, connecting with our customers, our audience, what have you, it is just very cool in the sense that we are able to then have a great profile about what people are spending their money on in the sense that that's what they really connect with so I can serve up things like that. So everyone's going to say, yeah, I'm interested in your hot sauce. I'm interested in uh, your latest album or whatever it might be, the artwork that you're working on that is very cool. But guess what? Like It does not matter if people are supportive and waving the flag, if they're not willing to take out the checkbook, if they're not willing to spend hard-earned money on it. So if you can actually see that people have bought Snoop's album. You know, as I said, that they rock with Snoop. It's not like they got a free airdrop, right? They went out and they purchased this thing. So with that said, as far as Web3 marketing, how I see this going, I, I see this as taking all the old stuff that we know about marketing, that we know about people connecting with them, putting all those things together, and using this publicly available information that is on the blockchain that our customers, our people that we're trying to connect with have opted into sharing with us. So this is not buying it from the Google, Amazon tech lords, right? This is our people coming directly to us, sharing this information with us, and then we can then serve them better. And I think it's a win-win in that sense. They're not being served up some random things and shilled all sorts of crazy things, no. Things that they're already interested in is what's being brought to them. So I think that is just absolutely awesome. And I think it is much more cost-effective marketing. You're not just scattershotting, throwing things out there completely random. No, this is going to be something that is very cool, building that relationship, deeper serving of that customer, that audience, if you will. And that is the direction that I really see things going. And as a marketer, as someone who is just all about data, and I, I geek out on this stuff. And, you know, that is one area where I see a lot of potential for building a business. And, you know, I'm exploring so many different ideas right now. And as you may know by listening to the show, like my focus, my goal is not really to build a consumer facing company. My goal is to serve businesses. And a lot of the information that I do present from the side of the business aspect of it is to help people to expand their mind, if you will, as to how they're going to apply all this cool stuff that we're learning and we have at our fingertips right now to build the next thing. Because you might be in the same situation such as me, who was too young for the web one, if you will, when the dot com first popped up and you were in high school or college such as myself, when the Facebooks and all of those popped up. That was my freshman year in college. So I didn't really maximize the full value and potential of Web 2. But now on this side of wisdom, if you will, that Web 3 is here. I see all the mistakes that I made, other businesses that relate to the party. There's still businesses all around the world that have not tapped into social media to market. There's brands that have never ran a ad on Facebook or YouTube when all that information is there tailored to them. So I just know people are 
probably 10, 15, 20 years away from doing this with Web3 marketing on the blockchain. So if you're someone who is already having your mind expanded to that and see the potential of it, I think it's just awesome. And you're putting yourself in an amazing situation to really get ahead of the games. I would love to hear your thoughts, your comments, concerns, anything to do with marketing, especially how Web3 ties into it. Please feel free to let me know. Reach out to me. Love to have that conversation with you. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using this or using the contact information in the show notes. I am tripping over my tongue right now. So with that said, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.